This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So... I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Hello, everyone. Today, we are going to talk about how do you pray the rosary more reverently? I was on Relevant Radio this morning speaking about this topic in my segment, and we ran out of time. So if you happen to be on there, you might be like, wait, I only got a few points. So I thought, you know what? I'll continue it on the podcast because who knows when I'll be back on the radio to finish it up. And we need to know this stuff now. We need to pray reverently now. And I know lots of you, myself included, who just recite the rosary, just check the box, don't have any kind of meditation around it. We don't sit down and do it. We're maybe listening to it audibly. Maybe we're going on a walk, doing the dishes, the laundry. That, my friends, is prayer in vain. What do I mean by that? Well, the Catechism of the Catholic Church says this. This is 2562, the chapter 4 on prayer. Where does prayer come from? Whether prayer is expressed in words or gestures, it is the whole man who prays. But in naming the source of prayer, Scripture speaks sometimes of the soul or spirit, but most often of the heart, more than a thousand times. According to Scripture, it is the heart that prays. If our heart is far from God, the words of prayer are in vain. We don't want that. I don't want to pray in vain. What a waste of time. And how rude of me to not give God my currency, which is my time, and to sit quietly and to pay attention to the prayer. That is why I put together my rosary meditations, which are on YouTube. They're free. Just go to YouTube, type in Kendra space Vaughn space Ash. And you will find them. There's a playlist with all of the mysteries. Give it a shot. Yes, it's longer than what you would do on your own or even through a normal kind of meditation. Why? Because after each Hail Mary, I recite scripture verse and a petition. 
So this hopefully will keep you more engaged, not just engaged, but praying from the heart. Hopefully the music and the tone, and I also change up the words here and there so that you're not just La Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is, you know, I try to change the speed. So give it a shot. I would love to hear from you. So send me an email. You can go to my website, KendraVonAsh.com, hit the contact section, and that will be where you can email me. Or very simply, send one to Kendra at KendraVonAsh.com. Okay, so we now know that prayer comes from the heart. And if we don't do that, we're just praying in vain. And I don't want to be a pagan. I don't know about you. I'm tired of being a pagan. Okay, so what can we do? Here's 10 ways. The first, find a place to pray. Make sure you're undisturbed. No dogs, no kids, no phone, unless, of course, you're praying along with it. But do not keep it in your hands so that you can put the, you know, the volume in the background and then you're searching social media and emails and all that kind of stuff. Don't be distracted by the other apps on your phone, please. I know how that goes. I am speaking into my phone right now. It's very easy for me to go ahead and look at a ton of other things. And make sure that, I mean, it doesn't have to be a place that's filled with crucifixes and statues and paintings and a kneeler. It can be your walk-in closet. It can be your car. It can be the bathroom. These are three places that some of my coaching clients would go (laughs) when we would have our calls because that's the only place they could find that quiet and that peace. Okay, we have to imitate Jesus. Mark one thirty-five says, Very early in the morning, while it was dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Now, I have to say, that's so important. Why? Because Jesus did it. And guess what? Jesus did it first thing in the morning while it was still dark. You know how much I bark up that tree. Do it first thing in the morning before you start your day. It makes such a difference. And I do that because Jesus does it. And I want to imitate him. Number two, use sacramentals to prepare. Blessed sacramentals are best. Holy water, oil, salt, a crucifix, a miraculous medal. Bless yourself in the space with the holy water, the oil, and the salt. It not only helps rid the space of spirits that are sitting there ready to distract you, but it also really does protect you. And it gives you, I think it gives me at least, I know it blesses me, but it does protect me. There's there's some awesome feelings. You know, I hate saying feelings because people say, love, you know, love is not a feeling because it's not. And prayer is not a feeling because sometimes God pulls himself away from us to help us grow. But there's something about using sacramentals. And when you do, you're just going to feel better, more peaceful, more focused. Okay, number three, find a focal point. Something should be in your space where you can focus and turn toward a visual reminder of putting yourself in the presence of God. It can be the sacramentals, as I mentioned, or you could have a Bible, a statue, the rosary itself. You know, I find out, like, if I'm on the road, the rosary is the best for me, and I just look at Mary and Jesus often throughout the mysteries. 
Number four, pray with humility to the Holy Spirit. Let's face it, everyone. We don't know how to pray as we ought. We need the help of God. So the Catechism, beautiful book, by the way, please check it out. 2559, again, in the chapter four of prayer, praying is the raising of one's mind and heart to God or the requesting of good things from God. But when we pray, do we speak from the height of our pride and will or out of the depths of a humble and contrite heart? He who humbles himself will be exalted. Humility is the foundation of prayer. Only when we humbly acknowledge that we do not know how to pray as we ought, are we ready to receive freely the gift of prayer. How awesome is that? Come, Holy Spirit, come. Okay, number five, reflect on the theme of the mysteries for a few minutes before you pray. One through five is all about preparation. Preparation is actually just as important as the prayer itself. We need to calm down our minds and put ourselves in the presence of God, reflecting on what we are about to pray. It's going to help us immensely. Or maybe, 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 maybe it will help you to pray along with an audible version. I had mentioned that I pray the relevant radio app. Um, And I created my own because I wanted to go deeper. So now it's kind of funny. I listen to myself. (laughs) A little bit creepy, a little bit weird, but I do. And I truly get filled. I mean, my cup is filled. I find that those 40 minutes are so refreshing. It really does fill my soul. I feel like a totally different person. Number six. Offer up the rosary for someone's reversion or conversion. So prayers of petition, it's a humbling act of intercession and selflessness. I mean, in addition to the petitions throughout, we can ask the entire Holy Army to pray along with us. We don't just have to pray to Mary and Jesus. Pray to the Holy Spirit, God the Father, our guardian angel, our patron saints, All the holy men and women in heaven, bring the holy army. Bring them all. We all need help. Have them pray with us. Okay, number seven, deliver spirits as they come. Look, you know how big I am on deliverance. We are not fighting a physical battle here. It's a battle of powers and principalities. And don't you think for a second, that those spirits want you to take one inch toward God. They don't. They want to pull you down, pull you down, distract you, force you out of that real prayer, that real connection with the Lord. So when distraction comes, confusion, attention deficit disorder, by the way, is a spirit that manifests itself. (laughs) I always used to say, you know, I've never been diagnosed with ADHD or whatever, but I'm pretty sure I have it. Why? It's because we're in this instant gratification culture and technology has made it even worse. That's why it's so difficult for people to sit and to pray and to reflect. 
So here's Mark 4.19. But all too quickly, the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things, so no fruit is produced. We don't want to have fruitless prayer. So let's deliver the spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind the spirit of distraction, confusion, attention deficit disorder. Remember, I always point you to Father Ripperger's Deliverance Prayers for the Laity. In the back, there are 11 pages of spirits that manifest themselves. We need to cast them out and then fill ourselves with the spirit of the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, please fill me with your peace, your focus, your clarity, your purity, etc. Eight, don't give up. Oh my gosh, this is the worst thing we can do because the first commandment is to keep the Lord the center of our life. And if we choose not to pray, and if we choose to walk away in the middle of the prayer, that's a sin. We're choosing not to love God. Yikes. We don't want that, right? So if it's killing you, make a sacrificial offering. Say, Lord, I align this anxiety. Maybe you feel anxious. Like you're like, oh gosh, I just can't sit here. And your body is like starting to freak out and stuff. You could easily offer that up to the Lord, unite it to Jesus on the cross, and then also make it even more meritorious by saying, Lord, I also offer this up for all the people who are so anxious and worried and fearful and don't have the peace of you in their heart because they don't know you. That's a beautiful way to offer it up, if you will, and keep yourself focused, get back into the prayer. Remember, don't forget to deliver. You may have to deliver spirits throughout because sometimes they just are really naggy (laughs) on that day. Number nine, ask for revelation during your prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do from this meditation? Mental prayer should truly result in an outcome of some sort. 1 Samuel 3, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. And then when you listen, you're going to have thoughts that come into your head. You're going to have promptings from the Holy Spirit. Something should be coming out of that, that you should be working on that day. And just that day, remember, we live in the 24 hours. We live in the day. Because when we go in the past or we go in the future, that's where Satan wants us. Because he doesn't want us to see God right in front of our face with us right now. Number 10. Sorry, this is a little bit longer than 10 minutes. Praise God. When you're finished praying, we should always ask the Lord to give us the grace to do what he's asked of us. And to thank him for helping us pray. And if you delivered spirits of distraction and confusion and you felt the Lord's peace and concentration fall over you, thank him for that. Thank him for your faith and then go on to thank him for all of your blessings. The attitude of gratitude to the one who deserves it will 
fill your soul. You will have this zeal for life. You can't wait to get out and love people just like the two greatest commandments because you kept God the center. And now you can love yourself and love others and get out in the world and go evangelize with the light of your love. Let's not recite the rosary. Let's truly pray it from our heart and watch how the Lord sanctifies us and purifies us and goes directly to our heart. Remember, our heart is where our thoughts and our words and our deeds come from. That's what we need purified. That's what we should be praying for every day. Lord, purify my heart. Give me a clean new spirit every single day. All right, everyone. I love you all. Find something more with God and have a blessed and inspired day.